Nazir Daf Samachhe. The last thing we're discussing, if a person found a dead body and he wants to move it, he has to pick it up with the dirt around it. Two dead bodies, you pick it up with the dirt around it. Once there's three bodies within four to eight amot, it's already a, a, a graveyard and you can't move them anymore. And then you have to check a 20 amot around it to see if there's any more dead bodies. And with that, we're going to start Samachhe Amut Aleph by the Gemara, four lines from the, uh, from the top. Rav Yudah is going to break down our Mishnah. Amar Yudah, Matzah or Hamotzeh, when we say we found that person, Prat Lematzoi, it can't be someone who we know has been there already. It can't be a dead body that we know has been there for a while. At that point, you cannot move it. Met, what is Met coming to teach me? Prat Laharug, it's coming to exclude a case where he, uh, the, the body has been broken apart, or he's been killed, and therefore his body's not intact. And there's no din of tefusa when it comes to someone who's been killed like that. It says Mushkav laying down, Prat Yoshev, coming to exclude if they buried them uh, sitting down, then they don't have a din of tefusa. Kedar Ko, uh, the usual way, Prat Munah Ben Yarchotav. It's coming to exclude the case if they buried them with the head in between their thighs. And Tane Ula Bar Hanina Meche Haser Enot Fusaf. There's a dead body that's missing a body part. It does not have a din of kvarot, and doesn't have the neighborhood of kvarot. That means you don't take the dirt with him. And if you found two other bodies next to him, you, we don't call it a graveyard. All these, what's the problem? Why don't we say they have a din of tfusa? And the Gemara explains, We say maybe it's an ovet kochavim, maybe it's a goy, because they were buried in a weird way. And Jewish people are not buried in a weird way. Therefore, we, we say it's a goy, and therefore you're allowed to move them, even without their tfusa. And the Gemara continues, If he found a dead body, but he also found two dead bodies next to it, where the head is next to this, uh, the foot, and the other head is next to this one's foot, that's not a way Jewish people bury. Therefore, en lem tefusa. They don't have a din tefusa. Velo shechunat kavarot, and not the not the neighborhood of graves. Matzah shelosha. If he found three dead bodies, hayachad yadua. One, we 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 know it's been buried there for a while. Ushnaim tehila, and two, we just found right now. Oshnaim tehila, or two right now, or one right now. Ushnaim midurin, and two that we already know. En lem tefusa, ve'en lem shechunat kavarot. They don't have a din tefusa. Uh, and they don't have a din of a neighborhood of graves. By the way, there's a Rosh over here that says it does have a din of Fusa. His uh, text is a little bit different. Now, Ma'aseh Berebi Yeshvav Shebadaku Matzah Shnai Medoin Vehad Tehila. So the story of Berebi Yeshvav, he found uh, two uh, n- uh, known graves. It's been here for a while. But then after looking around, he found a new one. Ubikesh La Sotan Shkonat Kvarat. And he wanted to make this a graveyard. Amar Lor Biakiva. Call Shagata, whatever you toiled into finding a, de- a dead body. Larike Gata, it was for no reason. When, when do we say this neighborhood of graves? It's only when it's three new graves or three old graves, but not two, one, one, two. We don't have that. Next, we learn the Mishnah Notlan Ve'etefusatan. You take them and the Tefusa. What is Tefusa? So Amar Yehuda, Amar Kera, the pasuk says when Yaakov made Yosef swear that you're going to bury me in uh, in Israel, on Satani mim Mitzrayim, you take me from Mitzrayim and you bury me in the Ma'at Hamachpelah. 
The fact that it says Mimitzrayim, you could just say Unsatani, just pick me up and take me and bury me there. Why Mimitzrayim? Tol Aimi. I want you to take Mimitzrayim Tol Aimi. I want you to take from Mitzrayim with me. Now, even though he was never buried in uh, in Eretz Mitzrayim, not even for a little bit. But just in case I do, you have to take uh, some of the dirt with me. Okay, v'chama shi'ru tefusah. So what's the measurement of tefusah? So Peresh Rabbi Azar, Rabbi Azar explained, notel afar tihah, he take all the soft ground around that body, v'chofer bibtula shalosh etzbaot. And you have to dig into the hard ground three fingers deep. Metive, we have a bright that says, v'chama shi'ru tefusah, what's the measurement of tefusah? You take all the splinters of wood that broke off from the coffin, and the clumps of dirt, whatever you know for a fact is not from the dead body you you throw away, and whatever you're not sure about, you keep with the met, and everything else, it combines, if anyone's in the same oil as it, it's it combines the rov binyan the majority of the body, or rov atzamot, or a quarter cup of bones, or to a spoonful of decay. Bottom line is, you see that it's only the clumps of dirt, it's only the pieces of wood, but you don't have to dig down into the ground the three fingers. So the Gemara explains who the Amaki Haitanah Bil Azar before he holds like uh, the uh, the Tanah of the following Brita the Tanah Bichama Shi'ur Tefusah what's the measurement of Tefusah Amar Biyohanan Mishum Ben Azai Notel Afar Tehah he take all the soft ground VeChofer B'Tulah Shalosh Tzbalot and you dig into the hard ground three fingers. Now, for, uh, once you find three dead bodies, Bodek Hemeno you have to check around twenty Amot and Amar Rava Badak. If a person checked and he found one dead body, Upinani moved it. Then Badak and checked a little bit more. Ah, he found another dead body, Upinani moved it. And then Badak, now he checked again, Veashka, and now he found the third one. So now, you don't move that third one to, uh, next to the other two. You don't move the other two, the first two, towards this one. Some say Rava said that Kevanch Lefanot Lehon. That Rava said once you had permission to move the first two, you're allowed to move all of them, because once we said when we said Shchunat Kavarot, that's only if they're there and there's three dead bodies left. But once they're once it's been separated, it's been separated. That's it. So now the Gemara says why are you allowed to move the third one? Why don't you just say it's a it's a neighborhood of graves and that's it? And I'm Arish Lakish. Arish Lakish explained. The reason we're not making it a graveyard now is because they found an excuse to be metahir a part of Eretz Israel. In Eretz Israel, there's a lot of Kohanim, there's a lot of people who are doing uh, things with Tahara, and therefore we're going to try to find every small excuse to make every area in question Tahor. So this way we don't have any problems later. So we're going to find the halakha, if the two bodies have been moved, that's it, it's no more shkunat kvarot, and it's the area stahor. Now, based on that, the Gemara asks, Badak Let's say, he checked 20 amot and find any other dead bodies. What's the halakha? Can he move the three dead bodies from there or not? Meaning, we did a great search all over the place, it's only these three. Let's move these three somewhere else, and we don't have to worry they found anything else. 
And Amar of Menashe by Yirmiya, Amar of Shechunat Kvarot. These are uh, together, they're considered a graveyard, and you're not allowed to move them. Now, this went based on the Rosh's explanation. Tosfot just asked, uh, he asked the question a little bit differently. He understands the question, how much more do you have to check? When we say my, how much more do you have to check? Do you have to check anything more than that? And we answered, it's Shechunat Kvarot. And that's it. You don't have to check any more than what you have to check. You don't have to go deeper. You don't have to go wider. That's it. And my tama. Now here's the question. What's the reason that that small check was enough? You don't have to go deeper. You don't have to go wider. They found an excuse to make Eretz Yisrael Tahor. And therefore, even if you did a, a small check all over the area, that's good enough. The rest of it is Tahor. Next Mishnah, call safek negaim betahila tahor. Any safek, any data we have in regards to tsarat and things like that, if it's in the beginning, meaning before they made him tameh, then it will say if it's since it's safek tahor. That's only before they told him he's tameh. However, machines kaklatuma. Once they told him he's tameh, sefeko tameh. Then he, even if there's a safek. And it's Tameh. So now what exactly are we talking about? The Mishnayot in Masechet Negaim explain there's two people who have a wound on their body and they come in front of the Kohen. One of them, it was the size of a grease. The other one was the size of a Sela. It was bigger. And he put them in quarantine for a week. And the rule is if it gets bigger, then they're both Tameh. So the problem is they both came back next week and they both were the size of the Sela. So one of them got bigger. The other one stayed the same. So now one of them is for sure Tameh, the other one is for sure Tahor. But since the Kohen never said one of you are Tameh, then the rule is since there's a Safik, they're both Tahor. And the second case where they're both Tameh and then there was a Safik, they're both Tameh. So again, the Mishnayot in Masechet Negaim explain, we're talking about a case where two people came in front of the Kohen, one had a wound the size of a grease, the other one is Selah. And uh, they, when they came back, both of them came back bigger than a Selah, and they're both Tameh. Then they came back, and they're both exactly the size of a Selah. And now we don't know which one's which, but since there's Zafek, and the Kohen already said they're Tameh, then we're, they're both uh, still Tameh. And the Gemara asks, How do we know that Zafek and Gaim is Tahor? Amar Vida Marav, Amar Kira, because the Pasuk says in regards to the Tzarat, Le Taharo or Le Tameo. Since the Pasuk said Taharo first before Tameo, it shows me that if there's a Safek, we should try to be Mitahir. If that's the case, then Afilu Mishinis Nami Tahor. Then maybe once they already said he's Tameh, maybe if there's a Safek afterwards, we should also say Tahor. The grass says, rather, you have to learn from somewhere else. Where did Rav Yudah Marav say his statement? Let said on something else. If a white wound was there before the white hair, he's Tameh. And if the white hair was there before the white wound, he is Tahor. Safek, if they were not sure, Tameh. The Rabbi Amar Keha. It darkened. My keha, what does that mean, it darkened? So, Maraviuda, keha vetahor. It's as if it got uh, darker and it is tahor. But the Gemara says, how could you understand that? Maybe it got darkened, it's tameh. 
And we should, you know, why is Rabbi Yeshua metaher? Why is he not metameh misafek? So Amar Vida Amarav, Amar Kera, because the Pasuk says, letaharo tameo, to be metaher or to be metameh, and ho'il patah ba katu betaharatahila. And since the Pasuk said letaharo first, therefore whenever there's a safek, we should be metaher. Next Mishnah, Beshiv'ad erachim bodkin etazav. If a person saw a ziva come out of him one time, even if it's by mistake, he's tameh one day. If he, he sees a ziva come out of him a second time, now we check him out. We do an investigation to find out what's the reason for his ziva. If he's really a zav, then he's tameh seven days. If it happens a third time, even by mistake, then he has to not only wait seven days, but he also has to bring a korban. So the question is, how do we do this investigation to find out if he's a real zav or something happened by mistake? So we check him seven different ways. And this is again, this is before he became a zav, meaning three times and then he has to bring his korban after seven days. So number one, we check maybe he ate something that caused it, maybe drank something that caused it, maybe carried something heavy, maybe he jumped, maybe got sick, maybe he saw a woman and that caused it, maybe he was thinking about a woman and that's what caused it. Mission is once he already saw two and they said, okay, it has nothing to do with all these things and it's for sure as of, even after two times, then en botkin oto, then we don't check him out, we don't do this investigation on the third time, Rather, on sos feko v'shichvad zarot hemeim, that if if he saw ziva coming out of him by force, by mistake, or if it was just shichvad zarot, at the end of the day, hemeim. Why? Because shelaglaim la davar, there's strong evidence three times in a row that he's tameh. Hamaket havero. If someone hit his friend, let's say he knocked him out, gamadu lemita and betin, they investigated, they deliberated, and they decided that. That it looks like this person is going to die as a result of this uh, this uh, beating. And all of a sudden, this uh, person miraculously, uh, miraculously felt better. And and then again he got sick and died. Hayav is hayav because it all started from your uh, your beating. Why? Because there's substantial evidence uh, exempting him from being the murderer. Why? Because he got better, and then all of a sudden he got sick again. But since he got better, it's, it's not my fault. If he was able to get up and walk around, then it's not my fault. I think my starts How do we know that after three times we don't check out the Zav anymore? Amar binatan, amar kira, because the Pasuk says at the end of the parasha of the Zav, Vizotorat Zav, it says, Vehazav et Zovo. What's Vihazav is number one, Zovo is number two, Lazachau Nekeva, that's coming from number three, Itkash Linkeva, we're comparing it to a Nekeva, Nekeva, even if it happened by mistake, by force, if she sees Ziva three times, she's Tameh. Now, wait a second. Didn't Rabbi Lazar say that after three, we check him out, after four, we don't check him anymore? Rather, the Gemara explains, You have to say that the mahlokit between Tanakam and Rebid Azar is, are we Doresh the word et? Rebid Azar Darish etim. He says, Ve'azav et zovo. You got to add that in. So that's why he gets the three and four. Ve'rabanan lo darish etim. Ve'rabanan, they go straight to Zachar Nekevan. They're not Doresh an extra word et. 
Now we learned in the Mishnah that once, if there's an honest or there was a safek, then he then after after two times, the third time he's tameh. That's it. We don't look into anything. And the Gemara explains, Amar It's not just did he see, did he not see? No, that's that's he's for sure tahor in that type of case. Ella, what are we talking about? He saw something coming out of him. The question is, He's not sure. Is it a, is it a shechvat zera? Is it actual ziva? He's not sure what it was. Since the first two times he was tamen, it was actual zav. Then Then if he's not sure afterwards, then he's for sure tamen. And then there's an interesting Karen Ora here. Does he have to bring a Korban if it's a Safek? I'd very good to look into that sugya. But we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.